podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to your Game Week 11 Q&A with myself, as and from the FPL show. Looking very glamorous, I have to say, compared to me today, <laughs> Sam Bonfield. How are you, Sam? I feel great today. My face <laughs> has been made pretty. My hair has been made pretty. Like, yeah. I love it. Honestly, I don't care. When, when I come back from the FPL show and they've done my makeup and they've done my hair... I I feel I feel like a, a top of the world. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? Not what a makeup ashamed. artist just prettying your face. No, I love it. Like I sat in that makeup chair for like an hour this morning while Sophie just made my face look pretty. And I posted a picture on my Instagram of what I looked like before and then what I looked like when she'd done it. And, oh, and I was like, <laughs> I look really like I when you go you go live on something, you're like, I feel good today. So mm. this is gonna be a good show. And I got on here with you and I was like, I feel good today. <laughs> so and then you looked go. at me and was like, Do you know what? I feel even better. He looks rough. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't think that at all. Mm, yeah. You know I love you. It's been a long week, let's be honest. Um FPL fellow as using his new beard trimmer probably have actually that arrived today. Uh fella, so I'll be able to Ooh, have uh, you tried it? Uh, not yet, no, no. It's uh it's got got a bit long, but mm. I'm gonna might use it after this. Um, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, hi to everyone in the chat. Hi to Light Rays. Uh, hi to Referee Rick. Um, hi to Monkey Man. Uh, afternoon all. Hi to Jamie Hayes, who just says, let's go. Do get us your questions uh, in. We will answer anything um, that, that, that comes in through a super chat. We'll do our best to answer any other questions um, as they come through. Sounds uh, dangerous. Two. What's that? It sounds dangerous answering any question. Yeah, we'll answer anything. I've got nothing to hide. <laughs> Any, anything. If people, want to pay, if people want to pay us sounds for us to, you know, talk about our deepest and darkest secrets, then, you know, I'll, um, I'll sell myself. I've sold myself a lot less than that uh, in the past. I'm Manscaped Dads, for God's sake, on Black Box. So, <laughs> you know, anything's, <laughs> anything's open to transaction, uh, really. <laughs> um, but it's good, it's good to see you all. Um, how's your team shaping up for this week? Are you feeling, feeling confident? Yeah, I like it. My I like my team for this week, which always makes me feel a bit scared, though, after a while, because I'm like, oh, I like my team. Don't want to make any transfers. Happy. Happy with that. Rolling, 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 rolling. And then you kind of go, <clears throat> should I be worried about this? Should there? Mm. Like, it's that overthinking thing that kicks in then, isn't there? It's like, oh, should there be somebody else that I go for? Like, there's people I haven't got that I'd really like. But mm. yeah, I'm quite happy with my team this week. You can't have everyone, as they, as they say. Can't um, have everyone. Can't have everyone. No, I mean, I'm looking at Saka, for example, and... I just don't see how I'm going to be able to get him in the next few weeks when he's obviously going to he's going to do well. But who do you sell? Like I'd have to sell Madison, for example. I like Madison. He's been playing really well. Mm. Fixtures turn a bit, but he's not someone that I think is a priority to like get rid of. So I'm probably going to hold him. No, but then it's, it's going to be, you know, just because you've got Watkins, just because you've got like all these players, doesn't mean everyone else has. And there's always going to be someone that you probably don't have, um, unless you're Mark, who's literally got Yeah, everyone. like I sold... <laughs> Everyone, I mean, I sold Alvarez last week, and that's the one player this week that I'm like, I wish I still had him. But 
can't have everyone like you say and and I think you know moving forward getting Saka for me is also going to be quite difficult but with Enketia on the table maybe it's not such a bad thing mm, yep and we've had other super chat from FPL Borat uh 9.99 super chat thank you so much I'm even gonna have to do the Borat voice Ooh, aren't I wow wow we were thank you uh Diaz to Harrison <laughs> Diaz to Harrison okay three returns in three starts Everton's fixtures uh, aren't bad and it's only 0.01% owned Everyone telling me not to do it makes me want to do it a bit more, a bit like as with Havertz. Well, I didn't actually go for Havertz in the end. And I will hold my hands up that I was completely wrong on Havertz. He has been dreadful. Uh, but what do you reckon of, of, of Harrison as a, as a punt? I actually don't hate it as a punt. Like, I don't hate it. I think Everton, I said on the FPL show this morning, on the fantasy show, as it's called now, this morning... Like, I, I do kind of feel like, and we've said this once before and it hasn't happened, but I do sort of feel like Everton are starting to turn a corner now, like, def- not so much defensively, but attack-wise. They, they're they looking better since Calvert-Lewin's been back in the team, and now they've actually got somebody to finish the chances that they're creating. I, I do think that, that he could be an all-right option. Whether he's worth taking up one of the midfielder slots for... Mm is questionable to me when you could have somebody like a Dingra instead at Brighton or if you've got a little bit more budget maybe you could stretch up a little bit further like Diaby or Matoma but I don't hate it as a punt weirdly I've always been a big fan of of Harrison um you know his first season at Leeds he was absolutely great for Leeds yeah wasn't he I mean he got 18 Mm. uh, goal involvements in his first season um struggled kind of second year and then obviously last year um, managed uh, a, a good return again, 13. So he's he's done well for us from, from an FPL perspective. He got 14 points against Bournemouth only a few weeks ago. And like you say, it, it does feel like Everton, because their underlying stats have, have been quite good all season. They just haven't really been picking up the points. Mm. I just worry about their home form. They just cannot win uh, at Goodison Park. And that is when you want, you know, that's home is supposed to be where the heart is. And that should be where the, the FPL points are. Um, as well but I think Brighton at home that's going to be tricky I mean no we haven't kept a clean sheet yet but I'm expecting us to win that then it's Palace away then it's Man U at home that's a good picture you expect you to win that oh we'll we'll beat them we'll beat them comfortably (laughs) quote me on that comfortably yeah we'll beat them by more than a goal okay that's my prediction I'm excited about Brighton this week I think we're going to put a really really fun team um, you know, full strength pretty much. And it's a shame um, the stupid man's not, not fully ready. But yeah, I think, I think we win that. But then it's United at home. Okay, that's fine. Then it's Forest away. The fixtures aren't amazing. And it's kind of like, who do you... Like 5.5 for Harrison? I'd, I'd still rather have... I'd rather have Gordon, I think. So I don't hate it, but or I don't a know. a Dingra? Yeah, I mean, I've got a Dingra. He's, he's fine. But that's more of a Brighton bias pick, uh, I think. Um I mean, Harrison, Harrison's fine. I don't, I don't, I don't hate it. Go, go for it, Borat. Why not? Live a little. Definite home. Have some has, fun. It's meant Robinson. to be fun. <laughs> yeah. I think Everton are going to beat you. We got to get revenge for getting absolutely smashed last season in the annex. I'm confident, confident on this one. <laughs> You're never confident. What's going I know, on here? I know. I feel really confident about this one. I don't know why. I, I don't know what it is. Uh, if you're Freddie Douglas Louise is the way forward, another kind of 5.6 ish option, um, too. Um, big tips likes it. Harrison, that's a uh, darts throw. Does that mean like when we play darts and it's just completely, it could go anywhere? <laughs> I've seen you at Flight Club. What are you saying about my darts, as? 
Mm. I love Flight Club. Can we go yeah, to Flight same. Club again? Should we go yeah. on, a, on a double date? We need to. We need to. I love. I love Flight Club. Um, yeah, the other and I played darts the other day. We went to yeah. um, a place in uh, uh, the you know the O2. I can't remember what it's called, but they do all different games. And on a Monday night, they do free free virtual darts. Oh, where they do the like hammer throwing and yeah, throwing. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really fun. And like you, you, you know, you, you have you have a basically darts is all right, but I hate the scoring. So anything that takes away the scoring yes, elements is, is fantastic. Uh, so yeah, do do check that. Boom bar. Boom bar? I think that's what it's called. Boom bar. Yeah. Boom bar. Yeah, check it out. If you all know. right, we'll add Flight Club to our to our list of date opportunities. Yeah, yeah like it. Uh, FBL rank chaser. Um, unwise to sell Gordon for Louise, Adingra or Eze. I wouldn't sell Gordon. I think he's the best of all four of those options. I think he is too. Well, Douglas Louise. You're making some very dramatic pauses like. before you speak today. <laughs> I know, I, mean, no, like I think delay. there's a slight delay today. It's like there really is. Because, taking everything because I you in. pause for a bit. No, Do there's definitely then. a delay yeah. because I yeah. think there's a pause. Mm. Okay. There is. It's, and it's making it a bit of a challenge. So I'm just doing my best. I like um, it. No, it's, it's dramatic. It's like you're really kind of absorbing everything before you, you answer the question. It's going to sound great on the podcast. <laughs> Because when I'm watching you, your lips are moving, but you have asked, and you're talking, but you're not saying the right thing at the oh, right sorry. time. Jake, Jake um, wants to come up. I like Douglas Deweese. Come on, bring Jake in. Hello, Jakey boy. Um, I like Douglas Deweese. I like Adingra, but I think Gordon is better. Uh, as a, I just don't think you could go there. I don't even know if he's going to start. Like, he's just going to be back. He's probably going to yeah. be benched, isn't he? So, yeah, I think it is unwise to sell Gordon. I know it's not the best fixture this week, but I still think longer term, he's probably the better option of those picks. Yeah, no, agree. I, I wouldn't. If, 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 if that's your kind of, like, biggest problem, Gordon, then your team must be flying because, yeah, he's, he's someone I look at every week and, and kind of wish I had. Um, I had saw a question from... Bateman, uh, FPL's fun if you're 166k, not so much if you're 2.3 million. I'm all right, you know. I've had five green arrows in a row now. Yeah, kind of. (laughs) I'm not like, I'm not, (laughs) I'm not like overjoyed with where I am. But you know, it's it's it presents a different kind of challenge when you're when you're struggling. Um, I'm just waiting for that like one big week. You know, where because I have it every like I've had plenty of seasons. Maybe not. I've not been doing this badly. I've not been doing great. And then, you know, one player just hits, you know, like um, Enketia for like Praz or like Seb had a 115 point week the other week. You just got to wait for that one week. And hopefully when that happens, then, uh, uh, then we, you know, we can, we can move. Uh, CC Mallet, other than Simicast, who is the best Adogi replacement under 4.7? Crystal Palace I'd look at. I think Anderson's just gone over that, but you could go for Gahey instead. I think the Crystal Palace fixtures look... Look really nice for clean sheets over the next few weeks. So I take a little look at Gahey, um and probably invest there, to be honest. But Or Branthwaite, if you want to go for a, an Everton defender and just be benching them. Yeah. Um, Anderson's five million now. So, yeah, he's pricey. Uh, Is yeah, he five now? Five. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, Gahey for me, I think he he looks great. I I, mm. I just think he's, he's, he's a great one. Simicast Sim- to me is, I know he said not Simicast, but... I, if you haven't got Simicast, I'd be... He's the best one. He is great. I've, I've got him at 4-5. I've missed a couple of returns from him, but I'm, I'm happy to have him. But if I couldn't afford that, yeah. um, or I've already had him, yeah, I think Gahey uh, is the one to go for. Uh, 
As have you brought in Evan Ferguson this week? No chance. Not after Deserby's comments about him. Not in his best moment. Deserby makes these comments about people, doesn't he? No one's ever in their best moment with him. Everyone's always got a problem. He's uh, no. Yeah, <laughs> I think he he does he does do it a little bit differently. Like obviously we've seen like you know Mourinho and um, and 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 managers kind of. We saw it with Hodgson actually. I think we saw Hodgson's comments about some of the players mm-hmm. like being not ready to play and and things and you know kind of I don't know how what that does to morale. But I always feel with Deserby the way he does it is kind of like. You know, you're still my boy, but you need to start doing things a bit better. Like he Step did it with Pedro. Or do this. Yeah, exactly. He did it with Pedro at the start of the season, kind of said so you need to, you know, work more. Um but Ferguson hasn't been playing well for us. So I don't think he's he's kind of chewing him out. He's just maybe trying to take a bit of pressure off him and just say, look, we're aware he's not playing at his best and we've kind of got other options um that can play it. Because you know, he's eighteen years old and you know, playing a lot of minutes for us. So he won't start. He won't start against Everton. He'll be fatty up top, I'm sure, for his first start in the Premier League. Yeah, mm. pretty exciting. Uh, Toby Pike start Calvert Lewin or Gordon? Calvert Lewin all day long. You seen that Brighton defence? <laughs> Can't argue with that. <laughs> Brighton Brighton have conceded eleven goals since Dominic Calvert Lewin has been back in the starting eleven for Everton, which is the third most in the league, and also they've conceded fifty three shots on goal in that same period. Dominic Calvert-Lewin has had 12 attempts in those four matches, though it's only been beaten by Watkins of the forwards. Dominic Calvert-Lewin will score against Brighton. Well, we're I making think. some big predictions in, in this. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if you need a kind of reminder of what Calvert-Lewin can do against us, watch last year's game when he absolutely destroyed <laughs> us. Um, I'm not sure how many attacking returns yeah. he, got, he got in that game, but... He he we, he was unplayable that day. Honestly, absolutely unplayable. Best performance I've seen from him. I think Everton will beat you comfortably this week. Well, I think the opposite. <laughs> Dennis Robertson. Look at the confidence drain out of ass. <laughs> yeah. Literally, there was a moment <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, Calvert-Lewin. I remember that last last year. Yeah. Do you remember? You remember that moment? I do. I think you were confident yeah. that game as well. Well, it probably was. We we were flying, and, and Everton were were absolutely shocking. Yeah, thanks, Jay. Oh, you can see me just move my mic um, out of the way. I hope you can still still hear me. Um, He's like, stop talking about it. It's going to go badly, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, didn't mean, to, didn't mean to fuck that one up. Sam, are you sad today? You're not sad today, are you? No. If actually the opposite. Yeah, Why do I look sad? No. Don't know what. I think it's because of I the delay. I put an extra big smile on. Maybe it's the delay. Maybe people are like, Yeah, it's oh, weird. Yeah. It is hard because I feel like I'm starting to talk as soon as you stop talking, but... Mm. Mm. Yeah. I don't know why, that, why there is mm. a delay. There's no reason for there to be. Um, I don't, I don't know. We it, never have this. This never no, happens. No, this, you're not delayed for me, so it's weird that I'm delayed for you. Um, anyway, uh, FPL fella, Diaz de Bowen or Foden? Or any kind of like, if you're going to sell Diaz for a 7.5-ish million player, who would you get? If it's for just game week 11, then I'd get Foden. If it's for the long term, I'd get Bowen. Mm. Because I think Foden's got a great fixture this weekend, but I think Bowen's got the much nicer long-term fixtures. And I think Bowen moving forward is a fantastic option. He's basically playing the number nine at the moment, isn't he? And I like mm. I like what's happening with West Ham. I am a little bit worried about Bowen this week simply because of the 
five yellow cards for Alvarez and for Paqueta and what that mean, mm. might mean for what the team looks like. As a Bowen owner this week, I'm like, what is West Ham actually going to look like in this game? Whereas, obviously, Foden's got Bournemouth. But then after that game, when Paqueta and Alvarez are back and West Ham's fixtures are slightly nicer and Man City's get harder, I prefer the Bowen pick from that moment on. 100% Bowen for me. Completely agree. This, this week, I'd rather have Foden. Um, but then it's a really tough run of games for, for City. And he just feels like he yeah. could be a problem at some point for you. You know, like he just loses his team. Maybe Grealish plays on the left. Doku comes in. You know, I just feel like he's not... He hasn't really delivered. I know he scored against Manchester United, but he hasn't really delivered consistently this season. Whereas I think Bowen's stock is just going to keep keep rising. So Bow, Bowen, for me, I think that's an easy one. Mm-hmm. Especially for you, fellow. You're a West Ham fan. Come on. But if it's a one-week punt, Foden's nice this week for a punt. One-week one week punt. Yeah, def- definitely Foden. Um, Mark Cassidy, keep Alvarez. Solved Alvarez last week. <gasps> remember myself. our bet? I do remember our bet. <laughs> it's looking more well, promising for me now. I hated myself. <laughs> uh, I hated myself for selling Alvarez because I think he is a long-term keeper I just needed to get Watkins so I think from next week I, I, I might look at how I what I do but I mean the the next the part of the reason I sold Alvarez is because the fixtures after this game against Bournemouth aren't great for Man City mm. for a little bit and doubling up on them up top when there's other good options like Watkins like Dominic Calvert-Lewin who for some reason I seem to have developed a love affair with today I'm not sure what that's about like Darwin Nunes who there's I always one, love isn't there on this stream um, that you you uh you go on about every stream I go rogue on somebody like I'm hardcore on that person but yeah Calvert-Lewin Enketiah um, Darwin Nunes, all really nice picks. So I think Alvarez, although I hate myself for selling him, I actually think that you can after Bournemouth mm. and have him not have him for a few weeks if you've got Harlan. And then maybe uh, after they blank in 18 and they're back for 19 when the fixtures are great for Man City, that's when I'll look to bring Alvarez back into my team again. That's why I sold him this time. Mm. And I know it might hurt and he might still return in that period, but. With the fixtures the way that they are, the potential for bigger returns from other forwards just seems to be there for me. You nervous about our bet? There's 20, Harland is 20 points ahead of uh, Alvarez. I believe it was 25, we said, by the end of the season. Yep. <laughs> you should be. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to be good. Alvarez is going to go on a, on a riot. <laughs> When I bring him back in in game week 19. Yeah, he's going to have to go on a real riot, I think, to, to cover ground on, on Haaland. Uh, if you have a Haaland's team, is Alvarez a captaincy option this week? What do you think of that against Bournemouth? Yes, I do. I said this on the FPL show this morning, fantasy show, keep calling it the FPL show, the fantasy show this morning. I do think that if you don't have Haaland, Alvarez is a really good captaincy pick for this week because the fixture against Bournemouth is really nice. It's a home it's a home fixture. His ability to return in those games is, is definitely there. If you, I don't think you'd have a team that's not got Haaland or Salah though. So I think you'd be then questioning whether you captain Alvarez or whether you captain Salah. And I think of those two, I prefer Salah. But I do think if you want to go differential with your captaincy to try and gain rank, then Alvarez is definitely up there with an, as a really nice option. Mm, yeah, no, I like it. I, I think you know it's for a lot of people, it's between Salah and, and Haaland, right? Um, and if you think, I mean, I I I sold Alvarez last week, uh, same as you, and. I, I just can't see any I can't see any world in which he doesn't return, right? Against Bournemouth. I think he's he's 
<laughs> the form he's been in. I mean, his underlying stats haven't been as impressive as Haaland, Nunes, Salah, for example. I'm guessing if you've got, mm-hmm. um, if you haven't got Haaland, you've got Nunes. I think I'd lean towards Nunes as a captaincy option over Alvarez if I was going to pick one, if you wanted someone a bit different. Um, but I definitely don't hate it. No, I don't hate it. I like it as an option. And I agree with you on what you just said about going differential if you're going to go with Darwin. Like, I think that's that's a really nice differential captaincy pick. But there's Alvarez's consistency so far. Like, I get that he didn't return in game week 10. But other than that, he's been so good this season that I do think that he is a, a, a really reasonable captaincy option for this mm. week. Yep, no, I agree. Uh, Chris Badilla says, what are the chances of Lamptey to start against Everton? I think he is saved for Ajax, personally. So I think he plays 30 minutes against Everton, uh, and Igor carries on at left-back, and then he plays against Ajax, and then misses out again against Sheffield United. So I I definitely wouldn't be bringing him in. I don't know if I'd play him, if I had him. He's he's a horrible player to own, because you never really know when he's going to when he's gonna feature. I guess you play him and hope for a start, but I'd be surprised if he did. I wouldn't play him this week, even if he does get a start, because well, of, no, you think because uh, I think Calvert Lewin scores. Six goals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I say six. I think I've gone for a three-one Brighton in that. So I, I, I also think Everton score, but I think we, I think we win. Um, quite a lot of talk about three-one. Yeah, three-one. Comfortable. Okay. Consolation. Wow, uh, I can't wait to text you at the weekend. <laughs> I'm going to be in your DMs. Mark said the same. He was like, oh, he, I think he's gone for a draw, and he said he won't find it comfortable. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I very. Well, I'm even worse feel, than Mark. I think Everton win. I very rarely feel positive about Brian. I remember when um, they played Leeds a few years ago, and everyone was like bench boosting for like Leeds players, and I was like, Nah, we're gonna, we're gonna beat them, and we did. So you know. What you know, as from three years ago, I've got to get one right. <laughs> that was probably the last time I got something right uh, with this. Uh, super chat from Broken Lard. Clock and all that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, super chat from Lard. Uh, hi, as and Sam. Bench Gordon or Trippier? Well done, Sam. You're smashing it this season so far. Yeah, you are. 166k. Love in life. Thank you. Yeah, I'm doing all right. Uh, annoyingly, when I go on the pod though, Kelly and Jules are both beating me. So I'm like, Jules is beating you. Just annoying. That's surprising. Well, he wasn't until last week, and then he captained Harlan, and I captained Salah, mm. and he's gone like six points ahead of me now. And I'm like, okay. I've got, to, I've oh, got to get that back this started, week. Started Our well. team's a, he's at 111k. Wow. Mm. Yeah, he's annoying. Um, <laughs> bench Gordon or Trippier? This is hard because it, most weeks I say, if in doubt, bench the attacker. That's generally my philosophy. However, Trippier is a bit different because he almost is an attacker, like with in terms of set piece threat and potential for assists. I think if you've spent the budget on Trippier, you have to play him. Mm. What do you think? I would reluctantly bench Gordon. Mm-hmm. I but think I would. I just think they've both got similar chance of attacking returns and Newcastle do mm. have the chance of getting the clean sheet and it's the bonus isn't it if, if Trippier gets any attacking returns an assist isn't worth three points it's worth five so yeah. I I would I would 
play I would play Trippier, but I wouldn't feel great about it. <laughs> hmm. uh, FPL Gamer, no. thoughts on Enketia? Is he a good option with Jesus injured till December? Yeah. Yeah, he is a good option. I am hoping that he's going to be the route to my Arsenal problems next week. I, I, I don't love him against Newcastle this week, but from next week, I think what I'm probably going to look to do is just take a million out of my midfield and use that to bolster Cameron Archer's position into Enketia mm. and have that as a as a third forward slot that I play every week until Jesus is back. Because I, I, I think... I just think that the way... Enketu is one of the most selfish footballers that I've I've watched. Mm. Like, he... When he plays, it like, I don't like Martinelli when Enketu is on the pitch because when Martinelli and, and, and Gabriel Jesus play together, they are really... They've got a really good relationship and a really good connectivity and they look for each other and the chemistry is there. That's not the same when Enketu is there. Enketu will have the shots. He's selfish. And in FPL, you love that because that means the more there's potential for attacking returns. So I love the Enketia pick. I wouldn't do it this week against Newcastle, but from next week, it's something I'm definitely looking at because, as you said at the beginning of this stream, finding a route to Saka is really hard. Yeah. Archer to Enketia is such a lovely move, isn't it? If you can kind of work out how to do it. Uh, it's something yeah. I'm, I'm looking at as well. Um yeah, I, I really like him. And I think, you know, the, the main fixture you want him for is Burnley at home. And I think there's like a 99% chance that he starts that game because we've seen him start against Sheffield United at home and, and Burnley similar. And actually, Burnley isn't that... I mean, Burnley are a bit of a better team than Sheffield United, but they're still leaking a lot of goals. Yep. So I, I really like him in, in, that, in that fixture. So, yeah, I like him. And everything you said is bang on. I think if you haven't got an easy route to Saka and you find Enketia an easy one to get to because he's only 5-5... Um, yeah, then then do it. Like it. Uh, Dennis Robertson, as doesn't realise Welbeck and another forward are out. Yeah, of course I do. We play Fatty up front, Pedro just behind, uh, and Adingra and Matoma. I was going to say, Jao Pedro gets to start, surely. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that, that front four picks picks itself. Um, that's why I'm confident. Because I, I think, I think Adingra, Fatty and Pedro Matoma, Fatty. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Yeah. Uh, I, look, I'm not saying you won't score. Three. Fine, Everton will get four then. What a game that'll be! <laughs> Imagine if it's a four-three thriller. <laughs> four-three thriller to Everton. Oh god, that, that would be. I mean, honestly, I, I always the only Brighton game I have ever turned off in my entire, you know, supporting life of them was that Everton game last season. I, I physically could not watch the same thing happening over and over again of them hitting it high to Calvert-Lewin, him like just shrugging off all challenges and laying it off and then a player just running through. It just happened. It was ridiculous. It was like that Southampton game, you know, when um, Son and Kane, Kane just kept hitting the ball over to Son. He just kept running through and scoring. Every time. Oh my God. Oh, it was so painful. <laughs> so painful to watch. Um, this is a nice question from Phil Curtis, uh, another super chat. Thank you very much. Um, Madders to a city mid this week before Saka next week, or just hold Madison? I think there's two questions here. One is, would you sell Madison for a city mid this week? And then, do you, would you sell Madison for Saka the week after? Because that's the decision I've got to make. And it's the decision I've got to make. Yeah. I wouldn't sell, I would not be selling Madison ahead of Chelsea. They're just, they've kept, well, they're just not keeping clean sheets for a start. They're not scoring goals. 
they will attack because they are creating chances that will leave space I think Madison and Son will have a good time on Monday night against Chelsea so I wouldn't be rushing to sell Madison for that one particularly as when you look at the City midfield like yes I like Foden as a punt but I don't think you can easily tell who's going to start in the other positions Mm. like is it going to be Doku is it going to be Grealish like there's enough rotation threat there particularly with the Champions League following um yeah, I mean, I'm worried about that too, as I only having Harlan uh, in my team. But then I do think that we, with City, you do see the points spread around. Like, yes, Harlan might get multiple, but I've got him. I think you could see a points here for Foden, points for Carl Walker, Carl's points for Stones. Like, it could easily be a one of those games where the points are moved around across the team. Whereas at Spurs, you kind of know that it's going to mm. be Madison and Son. Yeah, I, I don't mean, know. Would you do it? Would you sell Madison? No, I mean my, I, I, you know, last week I think was quite a good kind of. Uh, it's typical of what happened. You know, yeah. Saka had an amazing fixture. Watkins had an amazing fixture. People are ripping up their teams, wildcarding to bring these players in, and and they blank. And I just think one week punts never work out. Like if you if you if you want a city player this week, but then they've got a horrible run of games, you're booking yourself in two transfers. What happens if you get an injury to one of your other players? What happens if a player gets a hat-trick this week and you decide you really want him? You know, you, you've kind of already committed to mm. making that move. And Foden just, I don't think, is a good long-term pick. And there are no other City mids that I'd consider. And Madison is completely fine to hold no. this week because of the things you said against Chelsea. There's no way I'd be moving for a City mid this week. The question of Madison to sack of the week after, now that is, that's a big decision because... You know, I think uh, it's Wolves away, isn't it, for for you? Um, and it's Burnley at home for Arsenal. You've got to think a sacker outscores Madison in that. And if you can do it for free, I think I probably would. Even if you can easily get to Enketia. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, no, I don't, I, I don't disagree that that's the right thing to do. By the way, like I, I am finding the whole selling Spurs difficult. I was finding it hard last week when people were talking about it because it was Palace, and I was thinking, you know, it's, it's fine. Like I don't, I don't want to sell them this week, and I don't want to sell them ahead of Chelsea, and I wouldn't really want to sell them ahead of Wolves either. But I do need to be invested in Arsenal, and like for me, I'm kind of looking at Arsenal, going, well, I've got an easy route to Nkesia and I've got an easy route to a defender so I could double up on Arsenal by doing that whereas next week if I sell Madison and try to get to Saka I've got to find some money so I don't have an easy route to two Arsenal players for that Mm. game so does two Arsenal players equal better option than one than one in Saka and that's where my head's kind of going to be I'm going to be watching the game against Newcastle quite carefully to see whether Gabriel starts and then watching them in midweek for the Champions League to kind of really decide what what and how I'm going to invest in Arsenal. Mm. I don't hate selling a Spurs player for an Arsenal one next week, though. Gabriel is is annoying because, you know, I know he, he will play against Newcastle. I've got absolutely no doubt. It but, was a rest. Yeah. But then you've got to think he played in the Cup. He's played against Newcastle. He's going to play in the Champions League. And then it's Burnley at home where they could just play Kiwi or again. I've got a feeling he gets benched again. In, in that in that Burnley match. See, I don't know. I think it, when Arteta spoke about, you know, looking at minutes and seeing who had played the most minutes and then resting them, and then he obviously did the same again with Saliba in the in the cup. So they've both had a rest now. And I think 
I look at that and kind of go, well, in the Premier League, it's really important now that they kind of focus in on that. Once hopefully they've secured, well, Champions League is, you know, getting better if they beat Sevilla in midweek. Um, I think Gabriel and Saliba are the first choice. I don't think he'll play Kivior against Burnley, but there is a chance mm. that he does. Mm. Do you think um, Saliba's worth it's it for over Gabriel now? Just for that security? For security, I think he is. And I think that's always been the case. I think that, you know, that's why I had Saliba in at the beginning of the season. But again, it comes down to the questions of budget, doesn't it? And who you want and how you're structuring the rest of your team. Because, like, I think it's going to be really tough for managers to get a Saka and a Saliba into their teams without major mm. surgery and points hits. Whereas I could do it much easier with Nketiah. Yeah. No, I hear that. Like, I, I love... If you if you can do... Arch, I mean, Arch is 4-5. What's Nketiah? 5-6? Is he? Something like that? Yeah. Yeah, 5-6. is 5-6. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I just would look to downgrade one of my midfield. Like, I've got Diaby, who at this point I could downgrade to Adingra, and then that gives me the money to get in Saliba and Nketiah. Mm, yeah, see, I like that. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan yeah. Smith... I mean, it doesn't have to be Adingra either. I can go anyone in there. Yeah, a Palmer or someone... Um, yeah, exactly. John, Jonathan Smith says, "As you worried about Matoma's FPL output when Estu isn't playing?" Yeah, I, I think that's that's bang on. I mean, um, he's that kind of partnership was working really well because Estupinu kind of running up the down the left lets Matoma kind of come inside a bit and and you know have a bit more of an impact. Whereas at the moment he is playing very very wide. Um, he's getting put in at left back as well because Igor has absolutely no attacking threat whatsoever. Um, so I think you want to see Lamptey. If you're a Matoma owner, you want to see Lamptey start um, in that game for sure. Um, he has been, you know, disappointing. I mean, it's four blanks in a row, I think, for Matoma, um, despite playing, you know, quite well. Maybe the Fulham game was one of his kind of lesser performances. Is he worth 1.5 million over Adingra? I'm not convinced he is. I think Adingra Ooh. at five. I still, I think Adingra at five is a, is a, that is a, that is a bandwagon waiting to happen. If he can get something against Everton mm. and then he goes into Sheffield United, I just think that is, you know, these two games are big for him. His, his underlying stats aren't great, but I don't think they tell the full story of how yeah. of how good a player he is. Yeah. 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 And I think if you're looking to move formations, if you're looking to go for three up top, which is what I'm looking to do, then Adinger is literally the perfect choice in the fifth midfielder spot, mm. I think. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Jim Hilkins, I own Haaland and Salah. Uh, is it worth captaining Salah as a differential? It does feel very much like if you've got Haaland, you captain Haaland. If you haven't got Haaland, you captain Salah. But it's not always as easy as that, is it? No, I, I spent a long time looking at this, actually. I looked at the underlying numbers for Haaland and Salah, and actually they're quite similar. So there's kind of two ways that I see this. There's the, the captain Haaland thing, which is what it is because I think he's got the home fixture and generally speaking, if I'm torn on captains, I'll pick the home fixture, particularly as Haaland is so good at home. But then on the flip of that, there's the fact that Salah's a midfielder. So goals are going to get more mm -hmm. points. There's a clean sheet point that can come in and that makes it a much more difficult. I, I am 60, 40 between the two of them. Like it's not for me, it's not a set. It's Haaland. I think I will go Haaland but Salah's running it really close. There's there's not much in it. I mean, Salah's performances haven't been great for a little while. Um, but, you know, you look at his points. He's had, it's Luton. 
He's had four double-digit hauls. Oh, one, two, yeah, four double-digit hauls in his last six games. Um, one of those games where they went down to nine men <laughs> against you. Can't really blame him for that. And then eight points against Forrest. But and he should have got an attacking return in that game. Yeah, absolutely. And he should have got an assist for the for the disallowed goal. So yeah, he's he's not playing well and he's still finding a way to get points. I still wonder when he actually plays well, what is he capable of? And and that could easily be in, in a, a, a game against Luton. So yeah, I really like him. And I think, you know, I think the reason a lot of people have gone about Haaland is because they feel safe with the Salah captaincy. Um, this week so I'd put safe captain in Salah this week there's nothing wrong with captain Salah this week and I think you're right he will be the differential captain of the two of them because most managers will go to to Harlan mm. yeah G was doing the call 340 people watching can we get some likes uh, love yeah. you G Wiz. yeah love it G Wiz. Uh do give us a like if you're enjoying uh, the content uh, do make sure you're subscribed uh, to Fantasy Football Scout um, as well there's a new offer um, I believe I should probably uh, put that on screen, shouldn't I? Um, for anyone that's interested, let me just find it. It's 20% off um, at the moment um, for the sign up of a membership. Let's just stick that in there. Boom. I can go over the top of this. Wow. Look at that. Uh, so if you're not a member um, of Scout, it's a great time for you to get involved um, and turn your seasons around. I'll be using a lot more of the tools to try and recover from 2.3 million or whatever it is. Um, yeah, we really appreciate all your all your support watching uh, the streams and over on Scout uh, as well. Uh, we've got time for a couple more questions before I need to run. I'm driving back down to Essex uh, to see my parents tonight, which will be nice. Um, Dennis Robertson says, right, That's as I'm wildcarding this week and with your glowing praise for Adingra, he's getting a place in my starting team. Yeah, go on. We both like the Adingra pun, don't we? It's not just me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I do, yeah. Oh my I like God, it. Look at- Look at this one. Uh, DS, who would you bench out of Matoma, Bowen and Saka? These benching questions are... <sighs> who would you bench out of those three? I don't know. <laughs> on on fixture, it's Saka, but you can't. Yep. On form, it's Matoma, but he's got the better fixture for attacking returns. On the team that might play is Bowen because of the fifth yellow cards for Alvarez and Paqueta. Mm. I actually don't have a clue who I'd bench here. Is there no one else you can bench? We always ask that, and apparently the answer's always. Sa- I bet, always I bet you've got. I bet he's got Salah and Saka as his uh, Salah and um, Son as his other two mm. midfielders. I would bench Bowen. Not oh. happily, but just because of those suspensions, I think they're going to be a much weaker team. I think Brentford win that game quite comfortably. Um, okay, are you saying Igor's going to play? Yeah. Then I bench Matoma. Okay. There you go. I'm I'm going to stick with. Stick Not with happily. Them. There's a lot of car banter going on. Remember to lock your car as it was locked. Thank you very much. <laughs> They cloned the key uh, when they stole it. There's nothing I could do um, about it. Yelena says Sam's driving impression deserves more acknowledgement. I've missed that. What was what was the, what was the driving impression? <laughs> you do it again. Can you recreate it? <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> that is basically me driving. <laughs> to be fair. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. 
I can't, I've seat. never been in a car with you, to be fair, so. No. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's basically it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> on that. Um, oh, gee whiz, isn't happy that I've said a Brentford win. You just lost to Everton, mate. <laughs> Let's be real, Brentford will, will be I don't real. think Brentford beat West Ham. I think yeah. that's a draw. Without Paqueta and Alvarez, they've got to. Yeah. Yeah, because Bowen's going to score. Yeah, Bill Fellow wouldn't get stolen in Essex. He did get stolen from Essex, fella. I got stolen from outside my parents' house in Brentford. <laughs> <laughs> Keep up. <laughs> Outrageous. Uh, excellent. Um, let's finish on your final um, thing that you, you haven't really done much of uh, this stream. Uh, the Simacast Love. You bought him in yet? Yeah, put me in last week. Yeah. It's got me a clean sheet. Yeah. Nearly got me a bonus point. I love the man. I love the man. I love everything about him. I love how happy he is. I didn't love that he's got a black eye <gasps> in the League Cup. And that upset me greatly. I was like, who's punched him a cast? I'm happy. Oh, let's go sort them out. Yeah. Is it my if I just I know, bought him I in. I felt like I needed to go and give him a hug. If I bought him in. Why have when... you not got him yet? What's I've wrong got, with I've you? Got, I've got him now. I just should have bought him two weeks ago when I said I was going to get him. Um, yeah. I do when I it. told you to. Yes, absolutely. I know, I should always listen to you, Sam. Always listen to Sam. I know. Uh, excellent. Right, that, <laughs> we'll call it there. Thank you all for all your great questions. Um, good luck this week. Sam and I will be back next week for the Game Week 12 Q&A. Um, yeah, I'm going to get in my car. I can't do the, the steering because I've got Jake on my lap and I can't lift my right arm, but... <laughs> there you go, Sam's doing it for you. I'm going to go uh, into another stream and then we're going on date night tonight. Oh, yeah, While I'm looking off. pretty, might as well. Yeah. Not Sam and I. Yeah, we're just going out for dinner. Really. Yeah, going for dinner. Very nice. No, with my husband. Yes. Yeah, yeah. we're just going out for dinner. We've got Sky in the morning, so the children are being babysat on my parents. Oh, so I might as well make the most of it. Yeah, very nice. Well, enjoy. Um, everyone Living have a nice dream. evening. Uh, have a nice weekend. And we will see you all next week. Have a great game week, everyone. Bye.